today is, is you want to do it? You go ahead. This is oh, your. It's May uh, Monday, May seven, G- July seventeenth. Yep. Let me start over. Hold on. Go. That was not a good intro. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it just so you guys know that we're not perfect. We're still a work in progress. <clears throat> I'm Chris Cote. I'm Todd Richards, and we're gonna get. That's right. We're gonna get right into this. This so, is the Monday Mass, the world's greatest action sports podcast. July seventeenth. So I walk in the door. Oh my gosh! I walk crazy. in the door, and Chris is like, "Hey, you're never gonna believe who I just talked to." And obviously, Chris is shook. Like he's shook. Okay, I'll tell you the quick. I'll tell you the quick story. I'm doing an article about a show at La Paloma Theater down the street, Fugazi Pitchfork Fishwife, for. Uh, People of our generation, this is probably one of the most FOMO shows to ever happen in the world. And it happened down the street from us. And uh, I recently saw a flyer and I thought, I got to do an article about this for Encinitas Magazine. This will be fun. I talked to Mickey Vukovic, who many of you may know. He was there at the show. And then I just kind of threw out a Hail Mary, Todd. I went to the DMs of Discord Records and I went to the Discord website. Quick note. Would love a quote from Ian McKay. Mackay. You say McKay or Mackay? I don't just keep going. I don't fucking care. Love a quote from Ian if he remembers anything about this show in Encinitas. And literally five minutes later, this is what I see. My phone starts ringing. I'm covering up the number here, but I see. It's a, Ian he, McKay. Chris is holding up his phone. Ian McKay called Chris. He called me. He, about, he called me direct about. 20 minutes ago. Look, I'm got, I got chills still thinking about it. Yeah, dude, okay, we're talking about, I mean, like, this is kind of a nerdy thing for people that kind of, that grew up in that generation. But, like, you think about a band that changed the... Bands. Bands. Yeah, between Fugazi and Minor Threat yeah. and Egg Hunt and all the other, you know, the other bands that he had that, it, like, changed the trajectory of people's lives. It's so crazy. So pretty amazing. We're going to have some of that audio in this episode. Because in this one? What do you mean? Well, should I do the story first and like edit the interview a little bit so you can kind of just get to the juicy bits? Uh, and we can extend the life of this phone call over okay. multiple episodes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Can you just play a sample of it? Okay, I'm going to play you a sample Here's of it. Here's a sample um, of it. Okay, where is it? Here we go. Let's just play a sample. Um, Turn it up. Oh, I can't. You can't? Oh. Oh, this is Ian this is Ian McKay breaking his guitar. He's one of those guys the moment you meet him, you've known him your whole life. At least he like he makes you think that. He's you know, he's so He's talking about O right here. Oh, you know. Um he's a guy that, you know, if you accidentally called him, it was never a mistake. Um, it was just nice. He always had a nice time talking. Um but uh the show something that I recall is great. Um, and, and I actually, uh, in my journal, I'd forgotten about this, but now I can, there's, there's a video of this somewhere, of this show. Um, I was playing some song, and I was, kind of went into a weird, whirling dervish kind of thing. I was spinning around and playing this part, and in the process, and I had a, you know, a chord from my guitar to the amp, I hogtied myself <laughs> and just fell straight forward. I couldn't break it. I had the guitar, and my legs were just totally wrapped together. 
I mean, this, this is there's just more. A, there's more where that came from. Uh, insane. That was one of the coolest things that's ever happened. That's, to me. I mean, I was. I'm having like secondhand exposure coolness. I was honestly like waiting because this is Todd usually comes in a little bit early. If you would have came in ten minutes earlier, you could have said goodbye to my friend Ian. <laughs> It's pretty crazy that you. So is. yeah, that will. That so will we're gonna come be auctioning off Ian McKay's issue. phone number uh, on the podcast later. If you guys want to just call it's him, be nine like nine one one. I've been a patient. I have been a patient boy, and I've been wanting to say this to you for a long time. Jeez, I couldn't. I, I'm still in shock. That 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 whole story is gonna come out in the next Encinitas magazine, and I'll I'll edit a little some some more snippets for you here uh, on the Monday Mass, but. That was the coolest thing that's happened to uh, me, uh, us, uh, in a long time. But now we've got business to do. This is the Monday Mass, the world's greatest action sports podcast, an action sports podcast about nothing. Um, on this podcast, we're going to be doing an ad block right now to tell you who br- uh, brings you the show. Uh, Ian would not like an ad block, I, well, to be honest. Uh, there, I mean, look, dude. It's not. It's a little too commercial. There's, 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 okay, well, here we go. I'm going to go through my commercial part right do now. Do your commercials. Machu Picchu, zero sugar energy drink. These have yerba mate in it. It is, uh, it's great. Drink it if you like it. For that little pick-me-up. It's a terrific little pick-me-up. Speaking of little pick-me-ups, <sighs> that's, well, this is Machu Picchu. There's no sugar in there. So no sugar means there's uh, probably other is stuff Is there, there blood? But it's, but it's organic. Is there sex? People, is there magic people, in there? Speaking of blood, <laughs> sugar, sex, and magic, this Japanese barbecue sauce right here is called Bachans. Yeah. And this is the new... Miso flavor. Look at, hey, check it. This is the shit that I talk about all the time. I got a new Bachans recipe. What? Uh, not to interrupt you, but it's fresh on the top of my mind. It happened last night. Okay, so I went to Trader Joe's. I got this. Um, it's like the meat that you put in euros, slab meat, lamb or something. Spool meat. But you put it in the air fryer, fry it up, make it nice and tender, moist. Uh, chop it up. And then you get iceberg lettuce and make cups and you put the, you put the meat in a little thing and then you put the, this on it, swirl it, shake it up, like toss it like a salad. And you've got amazing lettuce wraps with three ingredients. Does your butthole right have here. PTSD lettuce wrap from when you went to P.F. Chang's? No, there was no lettuce in that P.F. Chang's. I, right, did get, I did get $20 gift card, though, if you want it. You can have it. Wow. You actually complained. All right. Uh, go. Uh, what else we got? Olu. Olu makes uh, a really cool product that I tested. It's on my Instagram. I believe it's on the Monday Mass Instagram as well. It's called the Olu Board Shirt at Olu Originals. It's SPF 50, stretchy. It's awesome. You look cool in it. It's way better than a rash guard. You can get Olu Board Shirts at Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. They've got a whole new fresh stock of Olu, and of course they've got a million surfboards for you to come in there, grab the rails, say hi to Lucas and, and Becky and the crew, and uh, if you say Monday Mass, they might give you a discount. Becky Bubbs is getting married. Dude. I know. Congratulations, you Becky mean, he might Bubbs. Get, he might get married here on the podcast. That would we, I, You know, I have my um, officiant license, so if, if, if you want to get married on the podcast, we've never done that. We would love to. Uh, Rationale, the world's best. Craft N.A., you remember when I talked to Ian? Uh, what else we got? Pedal Electric at pedal.electric. The best e-bikes in the world. Our choice for getting around town and Todd's choice for surf travel around town. Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. Uh, Panic and Coffee and Tea. I got it right here in my mug. 
Did you go to Panikin? Consumed it already. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Good, good. Um, iced coffee for him, hot coffee for me. You got New Greens as well. Yes. What's up with New Greens? Uh, you know when uh, David Banner turns into the Incredible Hulk and he's green? Yes. That's what, I know about that. That will happen if you take New Greens. If you're... If you need to be stronger, you should just drink New Greens. It's, that's it. This is that simple. Dude, I think Ian Mackay would be stoked. You want to? You can. Greens. He's vegan. You can turbo power a lot of things with New Feel Greens. Feel like a vegan without only having to eat vegan food. Right? It's got to be really hard being vegan. It's hard. I asked I- my friend Ian McKay. I don't know if I told you if I talked to him earlier, but I asked him if he ate Mexican food in Encinitas, and he said, well, he was a, he's been a vegan since 1986, so Mexican food was a little was tough. Because he just never really knew what went in there. Um, DieCutStickers.com. Oh, we've got some bangers for y'all. These have been going up around town. Dude, these are... A Todd Richard design, and I'm very flattered that Todd chose to use me on his design. You're kind of the face of the brand. These are actual die-cut stickers. Uh, Monday Mass, I'm not even going to mention the brand because we haven't got a cease and desist yet. Oh, it's coming. Uh, If you DM us, uh, we can just do something with those. We got to get these out here in the world. We do. Um, should we make a shirt out of these stickers? Yes, Answer in the comments absolutely. below. We, I want to make rash guards yeah. and, sle- and fluorescent green sleeveless shirts. Yes. Also, I got a big shout out to my, my buddy George, who I surf with every day. I just met George this morning. I thought you'd met George before. Uh, no. Oh, anyway. Right, well, in real life, I met George. George does these uh, things called suit savers. They're, I mean, it's, it's a hanger, right? Like what? It's like... For wetsuits, though, like if you hang your wetsuit on a traditional hanger, well, look, it's dope because it blows the neck out. So the suit savers are like. Where do you, you can, put the suit? You put the you drape it. Oh, okay. so you don't blow you don't blow the neck out. And these are just great if you have waders, if you're a fisherman or whatever. Like these, they're just fucking solid hangers. You can yeah. like beat somebody over the head with one of these. So thanks. I George. have I have one of these in my car and one of these at my house. Right, Does so, it bother you when people put their wetsuits on their um, mirror? Yeah, what the, what, why? I, I don't, I, I, I have this, I don't I, like I it. I have to fight the urge to just like take it. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, also, I want to thank Claiborne, Claiborne for the flower. If you know, you know, it's the best in the business, Claiborne. Thank you to the homies, Claiborne, for Not to be confused with Liz Claiborne. No, just Claiborne Co. Claiborne okay. Co. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this, Ooh. we have to address the weirdness that is... Okay, so obviously news cycles... Are, oh, are we going straight into gossip? Oh, we're going straight, G. Okay. News cycles have to be crazy slow right now. Because yeah. th- we're going on week number three of reading about fucking Jonah Hill... And this chick from Encinitas, like it's still going. We well, don't need to frame her like that. What a As woman a, from Encinitas! A woman from Encinitas. I don't think we don't. Do we say chick still? I don't care really. But it's just weird. It's like it's word. just why are we still, like why are we still talking about this? And like I don't. I'll tell you why. Celebrity drama is always going to sell. Yeah, but it's starting to go. It's salacious. It's starting to see like she had a thing in Vanity Fair, and I mean. Obviously, uh, abuse of your partner, mental, physical, whatever. Verbal, no, we're not. We're not yeah. talking about that. But like, when it starts to get to the point where it's it, this, it's starting to smell like a fifteen minute of fame grab, and it's just like going. It's like you're burning the marshmallow. Burning the marshmallow. That's, that's how I feel about it. 
I don't yeah. know. That's just me. Too much. Too much. Yeah, for you? I feel like too much. Like there was a thing last. Well, we were talking about it last week. Like it's been three or four weeks. She's like, yeah. uh, no, it's only been two weeks. It seems like three weeks, but she's like, you're, you know, she's trying to like get him like thrown out of Kauai, but like. Why don't you do that to Zuckerberg? Like, you know, I don't fight. It's just a fucking whack. Like, stop. There's other shit to talk about. Like, fucking Ian McKay called Chris. That's the real stuff. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm kind of I, I've got I've got yeah. John Veter says keep your shit stained underwear in your own laundry room. Thank Cr- you, John. Chris has a huge problem with that. I have brand new underwear from Beneath Apparel. Did you say them in the sponsor block? I thought you were going to say them, but luckily we <laughs> caught it thanks to John and the and Sarah Brady and Jonah Hill. Anyway, they have nothing. Jonah John has something to do with Beneath because he's a fan. Sarah and and Jonah probably don't wear Beneath Apparel because if they did, they would be more comfortable. And when you're physically comfortable, the uh, the rest of the comfort follows. That's why Todd and I have such good mindsets is because we're constantly wearing Beneath Apparel. Um, yeah. So I want to talk to you, Todd, about something serious. Enough gossip. Are we sidebarring? I don't want to hear about their side- internal problems. Are you sidebarring me for No, this? this is front front barring. All right, go. And I know you like to do this. This is, this is a, uh, an attitude change that has helped my fun levels of surfing grow exponentially over the past four or five days. The let's say five days ago, it was half a foot and increased through the weeks. The only way I could get motivated to go surf was to wax up my best small wave board, Pizel gremlin, Mm. dark arts, five, Mm. two, five, three Mm -hmm. quad swallowtail and go out there and really try. I'm talking about maximum effort on every wave. We talked about, didn't highly, we talk about that last week? We, we did talk about it last week, and that's when it started. But I've been using it and going to it every session since. And I've been having so much fun. I know, I know you try. You don't ride eggs. You don't ride soft tops. You don't ride longboards. You ride a shortboard. I just feel like there's... there's and you try. I But I probably... There's a lot of days where I should be riding a... a Bigger, longer board, but, but I, it's fun. There's going to gonna be a lot of years for that. I love what, at some so, point my shoulder blades are are, well, are not going to rotate. Yeah, or my you know, but it's my rotator. It's, there's or, something to be said, right? You you know, I love watching videos of like Clohandino and the San Clemente guys surfing like tiny T Street. Right. Old school videos of guys surfing in Florida where it's just barely rideable. Mayhem in the fog is the is my <sighs> one of my favorite surf videos of all time. It's, it's just so, Andino at T Street. It's, it's so micro. fun. If you can just muster up the energy and the excitement and go out there and really try in small waves, it's it's reinvigorated my love for surfing small waves. I'm a small wave surfer. Okay. I'm proud of it. Speaking of small waves, day two of competition at the Corona Open, J-Bay was rough, Todd. Only two heats ran. When did the shark thing happen? A couple days ago during warm-ups. Okay, so we didn't talk about the shark thing. Not yet. Okay, we're about to. Um... There's not much to talk about. Day two of the Corona Open J Bay was was very slow, small, soft waves. Kind of fun looking, but not necessarily what we want from J Bay. Uh, the only highlights, Gabrielle O'Brien kicking ass. She took out number four and number five in the world, Molly Picklam, Katie Simmers. Um, Molly went to her Instagram and said, thanks to everyone who woke up early and watched me sit in the lineup. <laughs> Um, See, that's I, that's relatable surfing. That's relatable surfing. And that's honestly like when like a commentator, that'll make or break a commentator. Yeah, yeah. And you, you will either, 
you'll th- at that point in time, you are there strictly <laughs> to do stand up, or like you, yeah. it's, you are you are there Try to entertain people who are watching. Every, There's only so many times you can go, and we'll be right back. Left. Yeah, you know, twenty eight minutes left. You know, one time, uh, <laughs> um, Rosie Hodge and I did a heat at the U.S. Open, and it was it was not breaking. It was dead flat. Yeah. Surfers were standing up in knee-deep water, uh, jumping into waves and riding. Uh, Stephanie Gilmore was in one of these heats. We spent 30 minutes making cat puns in a heat, and we were dying laughing. See, that's... Like, okay. We were dying laughing, and we did get warned in a nice way afterwards, but it was one of my most memorable I heats I feel like that's ever. like kind of like people want to be entertained. Like, of course, there, when yeah. there's action on the screen, you call the action because that's what happens. But like in between, I feel, and this is my opinion because I'm, I'm of that mindset, is I would rather, I would rather have it be like funny yeah. than have it be like, you know, leafing through some binder to tell me some obscure fact that has no relevance about anything that I will ever think about again other than that three seconds where you delivered it to me. I think you have to, in those heats, you've got to loosen the reins a little bit yeah. and just get a little bit weird. You and guys I agree? I mean, do you want to be entertained in in a broadcast? like Informed and entertained. Informed and entertained. Yeah. But, like, if it's really shitty and it's a who sucks least, it's your job to entertain more than anything else. Right. And I think we do a good job of that. All right. Cat puns are awesome. Uh, what else happened? Oh, Chris Moore, she waited 33 minutes in her heat to catch a wave. Uh, there is swell on the horizon. Good, so good news coming. It looks like it's going to be probably six to eight feet when this thing wraps up. Um, but a couple days ago, be- between day one and now day two, sort of day two, there was drone footage of a huge great white shark, I think. Tiger, sh- I don't know. A giant shark. It was a great white. Literally right? sniffing pro surfers. Jack Freest, Jack Robinson, um, whoever else was out there. Uh, the, the great white shark, literally like a dog, like little little butt sniff, and then but you know the, the, peel out. What I like to what I liked about that video. <laughs> what I liked about what it. What I liked it. about it is number one, a lot of the surfers weren't even aware that that shark is there. You know. It's it's pretty much it just shows you that like if it was really interested in you, yes, you wouldn't even know. You know if the shark if the shark is is cruising through the lineup and you can see it, like I feel like there's almost like less to worry about than when it's the the attack comes from below and you don't see it. Yeah, you know, and it's also like I I feel like where my mom lives in, in New England. That's kind of also the attitude that people take. Uh, obviously, you don't want to be surfing around uh, seals or any other kind of food source. But if but you, maybe if you surf around the seals, they're more likely to get eaten than you. That's I'm not an oceanographer by any means. No. Or wait, you're not. What is the you don't what, want to what's be? What's the study of animals in the ocean? Marine biologist. I'm, I'm not a marine biologist. Obviously. although many people think I am. <laughs> But at any rate, you, I don't think you want to be surfing the seals. But if you see a shark cruising, I don't feel like it has the same vibe as if, you know, it's an ambush attack like they, they usually do. Well, I, you hopefully know, honestly, you don't see it. You just it, you hear about it and you go, well, that's close call. I'm glad I didn't see it. I'm more, I'm more worried about this sea otter that keeps it, like, attacking surfers in Santa Cruz. Seeing that shit? I always root for the animals. 
I, I, it I, might be rabbit. I don't. You, I don't. You think root. it's a West Side East Side so. beef? I don't root for sharks, just because that's a whole different thing. That's like death. But I do root for animals like seals, sea otters, uh, like running of the bulls. Absolutely root for the bulls. Uh, when tourists get too close to bison in Yellowstone, I I cheer for them to get kicked by a bison. <laughs> I always want the animals to win, except for sharks and stingrays, um, you know, like the killer whales that are knocking boats over because one of these boats killed one of their friends. Go killer whales. I'm rooting for the animals here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So go sea otters. Take boards. Localism. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with J-Bay. We're hoping for good things. Um, stabbed in an interview with Cole Hausman. 6'3", 200-plus pounds, big boy, badass surfer. He will be on the championship tour what in 2024. Is the, what do you believe is the perfect body size to be a pro surfer? Look over. <laughs> Look over <laughs> no, here. No, I'm being serious because I feel like there's a... Kelly I, Slater. I feel like in, in snowboarding there is a, a perfect... Like you don't want to be... Like the best dudes... Like, known as really over 5'10 or 5'11. How big is Sean White? Like 5'10. Okay. So I think surfing would be the same. And I would say skateboarding, too. You, surfing, if I was to pick the ideal... Skating's wild. That's a wild card, though. Yeah. If I was to pick the ideal surfer, it's Kelly Slater. Body, height, shape, weight, size, everything. I feel it because he has really long arms and long feet. Mm-hmm. So there's certain elements that, that would make for the best surfer body and appendages. But and then you but then you Slater have guys thing. like Jordy. You got Jordy, you got Cole Hausman, the six plus club. But those guys I feel like they surf a little differently. More it seems like the taller they are, the more upright they surf. Mm-hmm. Frederico Marias, um, like you said, Owen Wright. Jordy Smith, Owen Wright was a giant. Ian Gentile. There's some big dudes out there still able to surf really well in, in any type of waves. But I think Slater would probably have the best body. Love to, love to t- touch, touch his body a little bit and just <laughs> see what it's like. Anyway, Cole Hauschman, this is pretty cool. An interview on Stab Magazine. We're just learning a little bit about, about him. You know, he's one of those San Clemente two percenters. He almost was a professional baseball player, and then he went over to Barbados or something and won a contest. He's like, hold on, let me just try this a little bit more. Came back, killed it on the current Challenger Series, and he's going to qualify for the championship tour 2024. His dad was born in Iran, moved here when he was like nine. So, oh, his dad played professional soccer in Europe. This is just a cool profile that we don't, you know, like every month in the magazines, Surf, Skate, Snow, we would get to see Pro Spotlight, Checkout, shorter interviews, so I feel like we we knew a lot about I love people. The, now the, we see them on Instagram. The checkouts were awesome. Check-outs I, I, were I really miss that. Like the 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 younger. I got a bunch of check. Let me grab one. Watch the younger up and coming kids who you would like kind of, you know, you get a little bit of a background story about you know what what they're into, and sometimes you know these kids are really young, and then you fast forward like a year, and they're like the dudes. I just grabbed three random Transworld surfs just to see the checkout. Oh, yeah. Sean Moody. That's a good one. Is there only one? How many do you usually have? Who's that one? 
Tommy O'Brien. I remember at Transworld, we always used to try to go, Cam Powell. And so also, you know, one of the one of the best things too about like some of the some of the magazines used to be is like the the gossipy, like the tiny type in Transworld Snow. Philip Waters. Did you guys have a, like a gossip section in your magazine too? Kinda. Mickey Picone. Oh, the Ono Brothers got to check out. Is that Mar and? We had a yeah. yeah. This uh, the opening part was a. Kind That's of sick. Like gossip. Anyway, I just we could go. Fuck, magazines are so sick. Ever. Chris has every. Uh, issue of Transworld Surf over here. Oh, this is a pretty good one. Check out John John Florence. How's that? Look at that little guy. Save that one. Talk about that one later. Um, yeah, so that was just cool. Uh, CBS Sunday Morning is my favorite show on TV. Last week they put Rick Froberg up in their in memoriam section, which I was like blown away. This week, Macaulay Jones. Wow. Somebody at CBS Sunday Morning is really tapped into it, and I love that. Uh, the 2023 Dog Surfing Championships are set, Todd. I know you're a cat person, but dogs deserve some of your yeah, attention and respect, you, too. If you really want to impress me, you'd have a cat surfing championship. Well, why don't you do it? And just a lot have of people the, and complain like, about contests. None of the owners can wear wetsuits, and you have to carry your cat back out to the lineup. I think that would be wonderful. Do you think uh, your cats would mess you up? People would people would look like a they were just paper shredders. Just, yeah, paper shredders. <laughs> fucking so well, shredded. On August fifth, up in Pacifica at Linda Del Mar Beach, Will Skyler Hennard, the reigning dog surfing world champion, dog of Homer Hennard, friend of the show, all around awesome person. Uh, will they be able to defend their title? What do you think? Have you done your scouting I don't know report? What, I don't know what kind of waves. Do you think a do- did I ask you this before? Do you think a dog's ever been barreled? Uh, Skyler uh, Skyler Hennard's been barreled. This is the dog Skyler Hennard got barreled at the surf ranch. So yes, the dog has been barreled. Um, what else do we got here in surf news? Have you watched the Couch Surfing Show? No, do tell. The Couch Surfing Show is really cool. It is uh, uh, the Alani brothers. And their brother-in-law, I believe. And basically, they have cracked the code. They've figured out a way to bring a pretty full-on live production portable cart thing down to the beach. They've got a little foldable couch. They stick the couch on the beach. They're filming the waves and filming the the commentators. Oh, I did see that. I saw that from Lowers the other day. It's so good. Interesting. Yeah, the couch surfing show. And maybe we'll try to do a little collab with those guys because it's awesome. Um, The last bit of news I have for surf is there's a paddle out for our fallen homie, Scott Desiderio. That's this Friday in Oceanside. It's going to be bittersweet, of course, but it is going to be a gathering of a lot of lovely people in memory of Desi. That's happening on Friday, and you know, to end surfing is on a, on a high note. The last five days has been really fun. The water's warm, and it just reminded me how much I love surfing, and how fun it can be. And when when you when you're like feeling good, right? You're not your your body feels good. You're in a good mind space, and there's fun little waves with not a lot of people. It just brings you back to why you started mm-hmm. and why just a couple of good surf sessions really fill you up with joy and stoke. Cool. Are you going to cry? Nope. Are you stoked? Pretty stoked. 
How stoked. Like, honestly, tell me how stoked you are. Not as much as you. Okay, moving on to skate news brought to you by Beneath Apparel. Best underpants in the business. Hey, X Games was this weekend. Did you guys know that? Dude, X Games was in our backyard for a, a day. I think today is the Mega Ramp and Mega BMX at Elliot's house. Oh, wait, what? Today, I think it is today. But doesn't X Games proper start next? I don't know. No, July 21st. X Games was... Definitely, yes. The the real was it real street. Okay, yesterday? no. Here, here's how it works. Please explain to me here's how, how this it works. Fucking okay. clusterfuck works. So X Games Real Street showed up and took over Rincon High School, which is the one of the craziest spots historically speaking. Huge four block, I don't know, like ten stairs, high es- ass rails, pretty close over to like over rail to mega drop, a, a gnarly gnarly spot. And they basically went there, brought the cameras, went live, and they had a session. And it was best trick. So it was kind of real street meets best trick contest. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. Dudes were chucking themselves down this huge obstacle from all different angles, rails, over rail, down the stairs, I they mean, weren't just stairs. Nineteen. Like, there was like a nineteen times. There was like a five block, like a really big. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it was a big, and big consequence. The landings were like, bam! I mean, dudes, just literally sixteen to twenty tries each over an hour. Brutal, but very entertaining. And at the end of it, here's you one. Spoiler alert: Alex oh. Majerus won kickflip nose grind. Uh, Encinitas, homie, by way of Hawaii, Dylan Jabe, had a, a couple just incredibly stylish tricks. Frontside flip, nollie heel or fakie heel. I think he did fakie flip. He's so good. Oh, my God. Dylan Jabe is so good. You watch it? Yeah. The whole thing? Um, I watched a bunch of the highlights of it. Jeez. I, I was actually in, the, in, a, in a good zone. I was like right between a nap and like doing stuff. So I just laid on the couch for an hour and watched it. And I was entertained. Um, Art Cordova got third and he just lost his brother like a month ago or a couple weeks ago. So it was really, you could tell it was really emotional for him. It was just, it was just cool to see that, uh, you know, a competition on something that other than a street league. Yeah. Set up. Yeah, it was re- that was really cool. Yeah, it was it was super fun to watch, and I enjoyed Gary. Did you watch? Did you Brando. watch the BMX? I watched some of the BMX. That's Dude, gnarly. What the hell? How are you gonna land backwards? How about the off ten stairs? How about the like the guy comes? I don't know who it was, but the guy that won pedaled in fast, quick backside one eighty, like a fakie bunny hop over this rail that was like over waist high. Yeah, down. Over the five block to flat lands backwards. Like it was the craziest. The consequences for coming up short or like um, ringing the the bell on that railing, like you just get destroyed. Yeah. It was, it was entertaining. I love that format. It's just like a, like you're there on the session. Um, So I think Elliot Sloan's is going to be, are another they, session are they like that. It? Yeah, they're gonna. It's probably gonna be another. Is it gonna happen? Like is it today? I, I don't know that, but I know that I think proper X Games starts on July twenty first, which is what Friday. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, well, uh, oh, check this out. First of all, 
Happy 30th birthday to Skate Park of Tampa. Happy 30th birthday to Skate Park of Tampa. I got a shirt from Skate Park of Tampa and this. This is pretty sick. So I don't usually go down the the buying the reissue wormhole, but when this popped up and I was just with him at Vert Alert, the Fraser, Mike Fraser reissue right here. Classic, iconic graphic. Is it a power board? It was originally, oh, it a yeah. No, it originally it was, was a power board. Power I was making board. sure it was a power board. And now a power board. So, Todd, why don't you just give us a, a little brief history of this board, the effect it had on you, the effect it had well, on skateboarding. The Mike Fraser showed up on my radar right around, I think it was Powell 8, and he had that part on the steel vert ramp, and it was uh, really bananas. I think it might have been Gainesville where the ramp was, but yeah. it was just this part where Frazier was doing everything to disaster, everything to disaster revert, a lot of backside disaster revert stuff. And that's when he, you know, he popped onto the scene. I feel yeah. like he was, and our friend Paul Zitzer always uh, describes there it is. Mike Frazier as your favorite skateboarder's favorite skateboarder. Pretty much. And it's his power met with finesse and just the I guess right amount. Caller, kind of like yeah. everything he does is done the hard way. He's like the his skateboarding is so mean, but he's like the nicest dude. Yes. So pick up a Mike Frazier reissue. He's, a, he's one. Of, he's what we used to call like a noisy skateboarder because hey. they would make a lot of noise on the coping. I, I I also said to Andrew Cannon, this would be an amazing Halloween costume. What you paint your body these colors? Oh my god. Literally nobody would know. You go like that. No one would know who you are. Well, literally nobody. Would, Zero people. I would know who you are. Um. So, so happy birthday, skate park of Tampa. We should call Paul sometime. I think he would really like to hear from you, Todd. Mm. Our other friend Ira is on the Nine Club. When is he? Curb has he killer. already? Has he already been on? Excuse me. Was he already on the Nine Club? <laughs> I just burped. <laughs> <clears throat> um. No, I think this is fresh. Fresh nine club action. I could call him. Should I call him? It's up to you, homeboy. Let me call him. I'm calling Ira. Yeah. I think he's going to answer the phone. 100%. Well, we already had uh, Ian McKay on the show, so, I mean. I mean, it would just be good to, to talk to more of my friends today. Jonesville, Florida vert ramp. Thank you for Jonesville. letting me know. It wasn't Gainesville. It was Jonesville. And it was steel. I wonder if this is the right Ira. Do I know any other Iras? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not answering. If they don't pick up within the anyway, first. Um, Skate Dreams is now streaming on Amazon Prime, Vimeo, and Apple TV. This documentary shines a light on the hidden history of women's skateboarding and how it got to where it is today. Can we just rewind a split second here? You were so, in the middle. I know, of but it doesn't even matter news. because this John John Florence checkout. This is when he was seven years old. It's okay, so, so this is so this is the question they asked John John Florence at age seven. What I it, asked it. What who, it? Who wrote it? Pete Johnson. Pete Johnson, our Hawaii editor. What is your favorite thing to watch on TV? My favorite one. What is it called? There's a cat that tries to catch a mouse, but the mouse is too smart. Oh yeah, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Well, I mean, as if we don't love John John enough already. Now it's that. I love that he loves. What Tom kind of Jerry. advice would you give to young surfers just starting out? The magazine asked John John Florence, and John John said, "What? What do you mean, advice? <laughs> I'm seven. <laughs> what the hell do it's I know?" So good. 
Oh, that's good. I'll put that. I'll put that on the Monday Mass Instagram. Uh, there's a skate documentary out right now. Uh, I believe it was made last year, but now it's available everywhere. It stars our friends Nora Vasconcelos, Mimi Coop, Noop, Mimi Noop, <laughs> Mimi Noop, Mimi Noop, and Nicole House. And uh, I just saw this on Nicole House's Instagram, so this is fresh news for you. And Check you know, it out. if Nicole House is in it, there's gonna be some slams. There's gonna be some rad shit happening. Um, and as an addendum, a side note to that, there's a new series coming out on Amazon Prime called Surfer Girls, um, featuring Brianna Cope and, uh, and some surfer girls. So it's going to follow them around the ocean <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah. So you can watch That's you Skateboarding got. Girls and Surfer Girls on the internet. Wow. Google it. Uh, there's a Gons playlist on Jenkum.com. You want to hear some of his selections? I'm sure they're all like strange. They're pretty strange. We got Emerson Lake and Palmer, Show Me the Way to Go Home. Queen, Down to Make Love. Uh, De La Soul, Magic Number. We all know that one. Share. Believe. Do you know that song? If you believe in life after love. That song? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Chantrells, The Stranglers. The, the crazy thing the is, is that that's a good one. being Gons, you can completely picture him having those songs edited to his skating and it just makes sense yeah i think yeah gons makes sense to any 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 song really uh patrick prayman is a new pro for real skateboards he just dropped parts fantastic and you know we talked last week about san francisco the police overreaction and ensuing riot that they caused at the the downhill diy event well there is some good news happening in San Francisco. So there's a place called UN Plaza, which right now is most likely an ashtray, uh, a good spot if you want to shoot up heroin, <laughs> smoke crack, take a shit in public, sick, piss, sleep, whatever. It's a downtrodden area. Have you ever taken a shit in public? What's the most public shit you've ever taken? I've shit in the water <laughs> at a crowded break. <laughs> Um, I've shit in the woods many times. I've shit in the desert. I've shit off the side of the road. But I've never shit like within eye shot of other people. Would, do you think if you did, you would make eye con- you'd pick someone to make eye contact with? I've seen people shit. In My cat makes eye contact with me when it shits. My dog does that too. And like her back legs shake a little bit. What do you think that, what kind of a message do you think they're trying to send? They're like, oh, I shit on you. I own you. Um, so anyway, this UN Plaza in San, in San Francisco, it's like a where people sell drugs and sell stolen goods. Well, this to me is a great idea. What they want to do is they're going to make an urban skate plaza in the UN Plaza. This way, they empower skateboarders to self-police the region and skateboarders will self-police regions better than police. So I feel like this is a great idea, and I hope it goes through. Well, we were talking about that last week when, like, you know, James Kelch and, like, exactly. all those dudes that would police EMB. Like, yeah, you kind of got harassed when you went there, but there definitely wasn't, like, crackheads hanging out there. There, there was also on Thrasher Magazine uh, a little historic piece, and I think they're going to do a series of this. Uh, where they talk about, they talked about EMB, all the iterations, how and why it started, the architecture behind it. It's really, Ted Barrow's the host. I forget what it's called, but it's really good. If you're a skate nerd and you're into skate history, it's one of the best new series I've seen yet. It's on Thrasher Magazine. Sick. 
Um, oh, I did a skateboard review, which everybody wants <laughs> me to review a skateboard. Now, I did it for the Generator Distribution GS8 shape, that shovel nose kind of board. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple review. It's just telling you about the product. Because I do product reviews too, Todd. You said you were going to get really into doing product reviews. Yeah, You've I did. have done one. I did, no, I, got, I did two. I didn't really get into it. I'll do some more. Will you? Yeah. No one wants to hear my... They do. What are you talking about? I mean, I want to do product reviews on, like, different kind of stuff. You're an industry icon. You know what would be really interesting is, like, you you have all these YouTube shows about, like, you know, influencers and people doing adventurous things. Yeah. A really great YouTube show would be, like, you trying to program your sprinkler system. And like trying to figure out shit. Well, that, that is if you're an elite with a sprinkler what, system. You don't have I to use be a hose, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's easy. Like we have a fucking sprinkler system. <laughs> it's harder. It's so hard. You can't do it on your phone. What? I don't know. No, like there's like this little shitty thing. box on the side of the house, and I have to figure out the zones. It's like you should see me. Like if if someone was there, I'm like swearing at myself, sweaty, angry. I'm sweaty right now. Um, snowboard news is brought to you by Bachan's Japanese Barbecues. Try the new miso. Put it on some fish. Um, Todd, I am in. I'm in, and I'm on the Sean White documentary train. You what watched it. What a show. You watched it, right? I've only seen one episode. It's great. It's really, it's really, done really It's done really well. It humanizes the man, the boy, the child, mm-hmm. the child to boy to man. Um, it's just like... I'm a sucker for a good sports documentary, especially if it's something I'm really actually interested in. Mm-hmm. So I'm in. I did hear your voice on it. Really? There's some JJ talking. Yeah, JJ's, um, JJ's got a bunch of it in there. There's some great interviews with Sean White of just about like stuff I never knew. You know, I, I, I think I told this story last night. I literally had to kick his mom out of the skate park at the YMCA because <laughs> she was just like yelling and <laughs> trying to like, I guess, help him. But in watching the documentary and realizing that the parents are so rad, they bought a van and they're like, we don't have money, but we want to snowboard. So they bought this crappy van and went around and just like slept at snowboard mountains and the whole family snowboarded. There was this really cool stuff. And I, I haven't really outwardly talked crap about Sean White in the past and I'm not going to. In the future, because well, now I like him. It's a good show. I mean, I've always liked him. I'm just edit all of that out. It's great. Did we tell you that we talked to Ian McKay earlier? Ian McKay, and by we, however. McKay now? How are we saying it? it? I you, it. Why didn't you just I ask him ask how to him. say his last name? Text him right now. I got his phone number. That's his home phone. It's corded. Fuck, that'd be fucked up if you called him up right now and asked him how to say his I'm last like, name. Sorry, dude. I just, I'm on a podcast right now. And you should just call and be like, you were in Black Flag, right? Remember, remember when you were in Minor Threat? <laughs> okay, keep going. Remember when you used to sing in Foreigner? Um, so all-time skiing great, Michaela Schifrin, was the, wasn't the only American snow sports athlete that won an ESPY. American Paralympic snowboarder Zachary Miller was awarded an ESPY for Best Athlete with a Disability, his prowess in banked slalom and snowboarder cross. Do you know Zachary Miller? I don't. He's an SB winner. That is amazing. SB's How do you a- not know him? Well, <laughs> Have you won an SB? No. Have you been nominated? Never. Come on. I haven't been. This is bullshit. I think, you know, I went over to, um, I went over to uh, Mark McMorris's house a couple weeks ago. He's got an SB. Yeah. 
He probably has a couple ESPYs. Um, I went to Travis Pastrana's house a couple summers ago, and he literally has an ESPY holding the door open in his garage. Like a, like door, a doorstop. Doorstop. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the ESPYs used to be kind of a big thing. I think they're still a big thing. But it's just funny, like... I mean, when you get uh, when you get a lot of them. Michaela Schifrin is the blonde gal that just dominates skiing, downhill skiing. Michaela, like, kind of, um, yes. And there be, before Michaela Schifrin was um, Peekaboo Street. No, um, Glenn Plake. Stop! You're just you. I forget what her name is, but she was the the last person was the one that um, said all the shit about snowboarders that they scrape all the snow off <laughs> the trails and stuff. That was like the last kind of like uh, and then she Molotov got, cocktail and then, from and then, she, and then she got beat by a, a snowboarder who just happened to do the uh, the Super G that day. Burn. Fucking super burn. Burn. Anyway, congratulations to Zachary Miller. Uh, we talked a little bit about X Games, and guess what? The X Games, they must have been listening to the podcast because they're doing some things to try to make the X Games better. Scotty James is now joining X Games as an investor and advisor. You can do the Scotty James accent. Go ahead. Uh, what? Do right here. This is his. I'm quote. not gonna do. I'm not gonna do it in his. Mate. Mate. Well, he says excited is an understatement. From X Games in posters Australia? on my wall to competing and now being a part of the next chapter for X Games is truly beyond anything I could have imagined. Action sports have given me a lot, and I'm excited to see how far we can take it. Where do we start? Where do we start, mate? Where does Scotty James start? So this is a totally different X Games conversation because this is X Games Snow. Right. X Games Snow, just as big as X Games Skate in its heyday. Mm -hmm. X Games Snow's last iteration, or I should say two years ago, was really bad. No, that was this year. This year. Okay, it was really bad. That's, I think, was the fuse that had them go, hold on a second, let's start calling some people, call Scotty James. So well, what do you good. think you Scotty know, can do to help? Um, it's cool. I think that, you know, as, as far as, like, keeping keeping the train on the tracks, I think that you need to have more people. More advisors like more that. advisors in there. I know Salema is going to be part of that. Um, Scotty is. I don't know who else. The, I mean, the, the X Games um, machine has been, there's been a lot of uh, switching out of parts since the winter x games debacle in february or right. january whenever it was yeah so there's been a lot of a lot of moving uh, rotating people out and bringing new people in and they're trying to figure out their formula and you know it is a good sign that they're kind of asking someone um to come in i don't know like what it's it's kind of a weird one though when you think about you bring in an athlete that is still competing in x games right someone that's still yeah. actively competing in x games okay now, is it a conflict of interest to have someone that is actually an, an investor. owner, <laughs> investor, and advisor having say about for, potential format changes and things? Like, I think that, that there's uh, a there's a fine. Are you asking me that? I'm asking you that as yeah. a question. I think yes and no. I think that, and it depends on how it's worded or phrased in whatever his contract is. But athletes have always had a say, sure. right? Mm-hmm. You know. Football, surfing, whatever. They've always had a say. There's always been athlete input. Um, but I think it's a little different if you're an investor. 
Um, but I'm sure in the case of Scotty, it's like he's got a business, right? Mm-hmm. Where he like in, he's rich and he invests money in things. So he could probably differentiate that from Scotty the athlete. And I don't. Re- is there any like rules or anything he could go well, for to give him? An I advantage? mean, let's just say for example. Okay, so like you say that someone brings to the table. We want to switch up the way the half pipe is uh, runs. I want it. So we want feet we want to do we want to do head to head to make it more exciting. Now maybe your um, the way that you compete does not work as well with a head to head format. Okay, and you say no way. Uh, I think head-to-head's bad. Okay. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just, just I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. We just, trust Scotty James, yeah. though, right? Yeah. yeah Scotty's the, he's the most technical half-pipe butter that I think has ever lived. Look who called back. Who? We're bouncing all over today. Who is it? What's up, Huey? Can you patch Chris through? Yeah, you're here with Chris and Todd. You're live on the Monday Mass. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, you know, it's no nine club. But it's still the world's greatest action sports podcast. This is this is uh, Ira. Ira is currently starring on a, an episode of the Nine Club, and we're gonna watch it, Ira. Um, okay. But maybe you could just give us like, yeah, what's it like over there compared to how we make Did the? Did they call I mean, you on speakerphone? Yeah, well, we make the sausage a little different. <laughs> I actually answered in the bathroom because I thought it was just you, Chris. This is fucking insane. So I'm gonna wash my hands. <laughs> Thank you. And then, Please. And then, and then let's you know what? Let's dive right in. Mm. Um, <laughs> you guys are insane. I love this. Um, uh, what was it? What were the, there was like three questions there. Well, we want to know how how. How the Monday Mass is different from the Nine Club. <laughs> it's very vastly, vastly different. Well, congratulations. Yeah, Being on the cool. Nine Club is huge, first and foremost. Thank you. Thank you. I think, um, you know, it's I, I recommend everyone listen to it and not watch the video, you know. Um, but uh, just because I look terrible, <laughs> it, was a, it was really sweaty. It was hot in there. You know, Raj didn't have his AC on. It was one of the hottest days of the year. I'm, you know, I'm uh, voluptuous. And uh, so, yeah, I was glistening. So, you know, just listen to it. It's a more pleasant experience, I think. How long ago um, did you do it? And I've heard it's kind of like a whirlwind, right? You go in there. It's a time warp. Three hours later, you're like, what the hell did I just say? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, um, yeah, that's that's exactly how it – and I think, like, also, Chris, like, really – Crab really like steers things and so in my head i was like you know this story connects to this story and you start like setting some stuff up and he does a good job of like keeping it interesting especially listening to it like you know i'm an add kid um and it's untreated so like you know i need all the guidance i could get and uh it was i i thought it was uh helpful in retrospect but it's funny it's kind of bewildering because i'm like oh man i wanted to get to this but at, in the end, I think, like, most of the stuff went in, went through, you know? Like, we talked about most of the stuff I wanted to talk about. And, um, and yeah, you kind of come out of there. I was like, man, what did I say? Do I have a career anymore? What the hell happened? <laughs> what's the, what's Am I the, about to be canceled? What's the most interesting thing you <laughs> talked about? <laughs> Give us one highlight. <laughs> oh, man. It's, so, I mean, that's a really tough one. I mean, for me, like, going back to, like, the, the crew that I grew up skating with, the Street Pirates, was really cool and, like, not something I expected to touch on. And then they actually pulled up this old 411 segment uh, with a bunch of my friends I grew up skating with in it, and that was super cool. And then, obviously, like, all the 
checklist stuff that's going on now. Um, talking about getting fired from 411 was pretty oh, damn, okay. <laughs> special. Um, and then, and then, yeah, but yeah, Sheckler, this project, like the video part has been like the last almost four years of my life since we really kicked it off and, um, getting to make, um, rolling away this documentary that kind of was birthed out of the, out of Ryan's video part, um, with my good friend and mentor, Kurt Deanda, who did on video. And is like, I think one of the greatest documentary filmmakers working in skateboarding. And he's the guy who showed me how to use a VX 1000. So to be, to come full circle from using his name to get hired at 411 <laughs> without him knowing to, um, <laughs> to getting fired from there and then like bringing him onto a project like this and then working side by side with him on something that I think is really special and is like missing from the media library and skateboarding. Like this, this project is really about rolling away specifically is about the importance of skate videos and what they mean to us. And then like how much goes into just a few seconds of footage in a video part. Oh, um, hell yes. The, the torture and the, you know, the lost blood and treasure <laughs> that you, that it takes. So that was really, that I think, uh, I think I probably didn't talk about Kirk enough actually on the show. So That's one of my regrets from it. There's three, uh, important pieces of Ira content. We've got Ira on the nine club, a must listen. We've got the Sheckler video mm-hmm. and then rolling Lifer is the video part. Okay. Sheckler video part. And then rolling away is the documentary. Yeah, it's a it's a forty four minute. It's going to be on ESPN two on the 29th at four p.m. Pacific time. Specific time. I don't know. I don't know time zones or words. But um, can't wait. It, it, it's also going to be on Red Bull TV and um, and yeah, it really just it's it kind of takes you through everything that Ryan went through leading up to wanting to start filming this video part and everything it took to get it done, which is a lot. There's two year long recoveries from catastrophic injuries in the documentary. I mean, so he's two years of just like building yourself back up mentally and physically. Love it. And then the rest is just like, you know, him skating the way he skates, which is pretty high stakes, pretty crazy physics. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to blow out Ira on this show because he's pretty much, he's out there. He's like, there's a lot of Ira out there. You can blow me out anytime. Well, we love you and, uh, hey, wait, you just, do you have a a new, a new ish video part as well? I'm working on a, I have a video part that I filmed. Um, God, it's actually a couple years ago now. Um, but there's something new coming too. I'm I, I'm going to film another video part. I have yet to get a clip. <laughs> so, so same with us. Yeah, exactly. Well, not same. For lack of effort. Not for lack of effort. What I'm doing, what I'm doing is I'm starting trying to get the stuff I could get for the last video part. So I want to get that stuff under my belt, um, which is ever expanding. And then, um, as a fat joke, and then, um, and then uh, you know, then I could, I think I'll be more comfortable because the last one I'm not good with deadlines. That's why. I'm a year late on the Sheckler stuff, uh, but also, uh, you know, when I can't film a trick once I know the, a part is coming out, like it just doesn't work for me. I end up, I go, not for lack of effort, but I just, I just start, you know, you shooting know, donuts. I, so. I've had this, I've had this theory too, because I'm the same way. Like, if once the camera comes out, it's it's eat shit festival. Like, mm-hmm. what if you like secretly hired someone to film you? Like a year, Ooh. like a year before, Ooh. and and it's Reality their it's stuff. their job to not be seen filming you. 
just like Truman Show. Yes. You know what? One hundred percent. Interesting, but I think I'm neurotic enough to where then I would think I was always being filming, and then I probably would even go skate. Oh, so. Man. I don't know. Yeah. I like I like that though. I think for a sane person that might <laughs> yeah. or like Not a half right. sane yeah. person that might be a great strategy. <laughs> well, we love you. If if you guys out there listening want to know more about Ira, go to at Curb Killer on the gram. And this is one of the people, Todd. I swear, everyone loves Ira. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about Ira. In my entire life You should life. talk to my dad Alright I'll call him next <laughs> I already talked to my friend Ian Mackay I don't know if, if we Why you, that. you change his name Every time you say it Ian Mackay called me this morning Is it Mackay or McKay? Wait, 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 wait. Like Fugazi? Yes. Yes. We're, yeah. we're, that's oh something okay. that the Nine Club doesn't have. I don't know him. Todd's saying we, but he, he really just called me, but it's fine. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Huey Lewis on your voicemail. You got, uh, yeah. got Ian just calling you up casually. It's amazing. I almost called Ira Ian because, yeah. you know, it's, it's really, they're very similar to me. They're Chat, both heroes. Chat GPT works yeah. wonders. We love you, Ira. Bye. Love you too. I, uh, thank you guys for calling. Uh, sorry I answered while I was on the toilet, but uh, hopefully it wasn't a shitty interview. Uh oh, light a match, bud. Bye. Sorry. Hope to see you soon. <laughs> love that guy. I love that guy. He's the best. Um, that was cool. That was. Yeah, we're sn- still in snowboarding news. Is there anything um, else? Oh, uh, Deer Valley wants your money. What shocker! Uh, Deer Valley's lift tickets. You can't even are snowboard now there. You can't snowboard. Two hundred and eighty-nine dollars. But you can't even snowboard at Deer Valley. So who gives a? I heard fuck? for three hundred and twenty dollars you can snowboard there. <laughs> fuck them. So is there? Is he, is he, can you not snowboard there because there's like deer uh, around and deer, or like they don't like snowboarding? Is that? No, it's just because they're freaking Deer assholes. Valley. You can suck. They're, it. they're elitist uh, ski people. Fuckers. Anyway, let's move on. Nerd News brought to you by At Rationale, the world's best craft NA beer. Uh, a couple good shows last night, last week. Todd, this is some personal nerd news. I did a DJ set with uh, our friends Rob Moult and Chris Cantori at Till Two Club. And my takeaway from that was it's so fun playing punk, rocker, punk rock records at like a real venue with a freaking gnarly PA. It's, it's like dream come true style. Because usually when you're DJing somewhere, you have to play shitty music that other people like. But in this case, we got to play shitty music that we like, and it was Sick. awesome. Uh, I played a show solo with a band called Telephone Friends and Hot Moms Club at Booze Bros. Booze Bros, highly recommended. Both those bands were awesome. And I saw Miniaturized with Blue Oyster Cult at The Sound in Del Mar. The Sound is a great place to go to a show. That's my catch up there. I just watched the Conan O'Brien podcast with Harrison Ford on it. I haven't seen it. So good. He's yelling at Conan O'Brien. He's like grumpy Harrison Ford. And he did reveal that a studio executive tried to get him to change his name Hmm. back in the day. To what? I don't know, but why would you? It's the best name there is. Harrison Ford. That's the name. Will you go see Barbie? No. Why not? What is, who is Barbie for? Is I don't know. Kids? See, this because is because there's great... like tits in it and there's like a... nudity for kids. Dicks. Really? Finally get to see Ken's dong. <laughs> well, they... I don't know. I don't know. Do you think there's a scene for. in there where they pull down Ken's pants and it's just like a mound? Hopefully. There's just nothing. I don't know who this movie's for because I've seen like random photos of the premiere and stuff and there's people there with like their nipples out, which I'm fine with. Wait, what? But is it like Where do you go to a premiere where there's nipples out? 
There, I saw a picture of uh, somebody at the premiere, and I could see their nipples. Dua Lipa, maybe? It's kind of a weird thing. Like, it's just... I, it's like a Barbie movie for adults? It, but maybe it's funny. Um, it was definitely fairly... Who's the, who's the woman in it? She was also in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Um, One of the... Australian chick. Most beautiful females on the planet. Old, what's her name? Robbie, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. And then um, also the boy in it is one of the most beautiful boys in the planet. He was in Blade Runner 2024. <laughs> I think I'd rather go... What's his name? I think I'd... Um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I think I'd rather watch Blade Runner again. Um, the Oppenheimer movie by Christopher Nolan looks When is that? Incredible. That comes out... Is it out? It's not out it's yet. It's out soon. I think it's Friday that comes out. Yeah. So I think right now... Uh, uh, you're a movie buff. Kind I of. I only watch not, him at home. Not... Not really. Comic-Con is this week, though. Indiana Jones. I'm on strike, by the way. Oh, yeah. I thought we weren't supposed to talk about that. Oh, yeah. I'm on strike. I just they wanted... told you you were, you were in SAG, but what they meant to say was you were saggy. No. You're I, saggy. I'm not... I'm, well, I'm sag... After, after is the one that... Saggy that covers, um, That covers, like, uh, broadcast and stuff. But news people who are in SAG, and I would imagine announcers like yourself... I'm on strike. Are on a different contract than actors. Right. So there's going to be no big Hollywood actors or writers at Comic-Con. On this show. Or on this show. Right. We were going to call Harrison Ford. But that is true. There, there won't be. So this yeah. whole, like, I, mean, I feel bad for people because people buy, like, Comic-Con tickets probably sell out in August for next year. Now it's just a comic now con. it's just like, yeah, you're just getting conned. Yeah, it's nerd news. Narnus, what up? Yeah, Nar- Narnus This is nerd, nerd news. news. Um, so I want to see Oppenheimer. I want to see Indiana Jones. Um, I watched Silo. What's Silo? Silo, is, it's on Apple TV. It's really good. It's about these Dragons. people. People being st- stuck in a small room, being forced to listen to this podcast. for. I watched Black Mirror, new season. It's still fucked. Really makes you feel bad after you finish it. I hate. I I really love. It really makes uh, you feel horrible. A good feel bad show. Yeah, it's a feel bad show, but it's really good. Uh, Quarterbacks is a new series on Netflix. I've been loving. Um, one of the greatest bands to ever do it, Boilermaker, just announced that they have a reissued their first album, Watercourse, on Spotify now. So that's all out there. Tons of Boilermaker on Spotify, which is just so great. What's up with this Ensign News magazine? Is there a new one? Um. My friend Ian Mackay is going to be in the next Encinitas magazine. Um, also watched a mini documentary about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that was really informative. There's a, mini, there's a new movie coming up. Yeah. And uh, some of the original guys. I was a, a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the very that was a dark little, beginnings. That was a little late for me. Yeah. I was, I was already moved past that bullshit. We got questions, huh? All right, let's go. Questions are being... If you have questions, too, you can enter them in. The live chat here, but we also have uh, questions that are about to be fired out. Go. Our friend uh, Chris says, why is my penis shrinking as I get older? <laughs> why is my penis shrinking while I get older? It's be, it's not really shrinking. It's staying it's the same your, size. Your balls but your, everything else is getting yeah. bigger. Yeah. Um, this is a question uh, from Merrick Heil. Merrick, what up, buddy? Uh, that's the homie... Um, works with lego he says can we temporarily change the time difference with south africa for the duration of this contest yes because the south africa event when it does go live i think it goes live at like 11 p.m oh i'm out and it's so much harder to watch 
when you have it like recorded on your YouTube, for some reason there's like a a wall. I, I don't want to start this right now. I want to watch it live, but yes, I would love to change the time zone. Um, so that that was a good question. Uh, Pete Terrace says, "Who is a worse interview post comp or post event? Surfers or snowboarders? Ooh. Who's worse?" Who's worse? Surfers or snowboarders? We've had some pretty good post-run interviews in snowboarding lately, mainly because they're like little kids, and they just say the darndest things. I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know. Everyone's like so pro these days. You never get anyone like dropping like a a random bomb. I got it. I got it. Okay, go. Caitlin Simmers. Oh, yeah. That was a really. Yeah. Caitlin Simmers, that's a great interview. So I would say like the best post, like the worst, they're all pretty bad, but sometimes you get great ones. Patty Party and snowboarding, Katie Simmers and surfing. Um, I mean, skateboarding, it's like wild card. You never know. Um, but yeah, those, but those I think, are two I my think everyone like at this level at this point is like, they kind of have their shit together. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, another question. If you have to take a dump, Stanley Hill Campgrounds or Carlsbad State Beach? Ooh, did we talk about having an app that would like help you find the best places to poop? Um, that is actually a George Costanza idea really? from Seinfeld. But there was or, a, or he was, was a map. Kramer. It was they a, had map. a map. Yeah. Map. Yeah. But what about like an app? That's a great one. You just call I'm it sure the, there is. You could call it the app. C rap. C rap app. And it's just like shows you where you can poop. That would actually, you know, I think there is one of those for the five freeway, to be honest. Really? Like nice bathrooms along the five freeway. It'd be I like, uh, what was that when Pokemon, when you had to find the Pokemon, Pokemon go? Yeah. Pokemon go to the, or bathroom. just, I have to go. Eric clear says clearly he's the best. Um, why did the WSL run two heats when it's about to be pumping? Because sometimes they just pull the trigger and just go. Um, wait, what was the question? Why? So, uh, day two of the event in J Bay at J Bay, mm. They uh, they thought the waves were going to come and they just didn't and so they ran two heats and put it on hold. Happens. Uh, Mark King, I was hoping this wasn't going to come up, but Mark King wants to know how's fart tennis going, Todd? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a question from Blake Wall. Are that you was the gonna... that was the question. Yeah, it's been going great. Okay, good. I retired from fart tennis. Are you going to have surfer sushi chef on the show soon? Yes. But I couldn't find his Instagram, but now I found it. I'm going to message him. Surfer Sushi Let's Chef. Let's do this live sushi show. Okay. I just messaged uh, a surfer's, a surfer sushi chef. Thank you, Blake Wall. Wait, is that Blake Wall, the same person? Wow. Right Coast Session says, um, good morning from... North Carolina, hope you two are well. Looking to pull the trigger on a pedal electric. Do you have a discount code to help the cause? Um, try mass or try C-O-T-E. We could find one we for you. We have questions. Um, uh, Laura Austin. Hi, Laura. How are you? She says, what's your opinion of Travis Parker? Travis Parker's amazing. He's an enigma. He's hidden. I don't know where he is. but he's Travis Parker, snowboarder? Yeah. Forum guy? No. No. K2 guy. K2 guy. DC guy with me. He was, he's amazing. He, Travis is like an artist. Um, laid back. Leah says, what are your thoughts on Metamucil? Well, uh, you yes. need it after PF Chang's. You do. You know, fiber is the, 
elixir of life. I got a question from... Can you see that? No. What is it? Peyton Masterson says... It's so flipping hot in here all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like we're Ira on the Nine Club, sweating. Um, What's the one snowboard skate trick you want to be able to do for the rest of your life? Jump, ledge, rail. Um, Well, an ollie would be kind of across the board on everything. Just handy. Uh, An ollie is very handy. Oh, I thought you were saying you wanted to be able to do handies for the rest of your life. (laughs) Um, But a kickflip would be nice. I think if I'm going to do one snowboard skate trick for the rest of my life, it's just like a frontside ollie. You know? Chihu. Oh, you said we're doing a Chihu. Uh, no, you are article in Instance Magazine. You are. I am. Yeah, I am. Not me. I am. All right. Um, that's. I think that's about it. DC guys. Jones eighty seven says, "Where are the best tacos in North County, and where are the worst tacos in North County? Best tacos in North County, go." Uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to go OG Juanitas. Juanitas um, has got good tacos. You're do you gonna, go crispy or do you go soft? Uh, I go flautas. Rolled tacos, flour rolled tacos, and then I just go soft, uh, like tacos al pastor. Mm. Um, City tacos downtown make some interesting, unique, you know, like more gourmet-ish. Those are good. I uh, I prefer Los Tacos. Los Tacos over on Encinitas, near Encinitas Boulevard is great. And Fish 101 has great fish tacos. It is hot as okay. balls in here, so I hope, it's, uh, I hope it's nice wherever you guys are. And, um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your Monday. That was a great show. This has been the Monday Mass. I'm going to send it to my friend Ian.